Welcome to the How to Find Your Purpose course from Plato University. If you're wandering around aimlessly in life trying to figure out what it all means, then this course is for you. Combining psychology and ancient wisdom with modern science and systems thinking, you'll learn to develop passions into purpose, find out who you really are, how to make an impact in this world, and finally feel a sense of fulfillment in your life. If you're ready to live a purposeful life and want to learn the skills to do so, join us at Plato.University for exclusive content and actionable exercises with every lesson. I'm your learning guide, Brandon Stover, and let's get started. You possess a kind of inner force that seeks to guide you toward your purpose, what you're meant to accomplish in the time that you have to live. In childhood, this force was clear to you. It directed you toward activities and subjects that fit your natural inclinations, that sparked a curiosity that was deep and primal. In the intervening years, the force tends to fade in and out as you listen more to parents and to peers, to the daily anxieties that wear away at you. This can be the source of your unhappiness, your lack of connection to who you are and what makes you unique. The first move toward purpose is always inward, learning who you really are and reconnecting with that innate force. Knowing it with clarity, you will find your way to the proper career path and everything else will fall into place. And it is never too late to start this process. Let's return to our purpose equation. The first portion of that equation was discovering what is meaningful to the self. Many wise people throughout history know that this has been the core to having a meaningful life. We can go back to our old friend Socrates, who said, know thyself. Over the course of the next week, we will use a variety of modalities to begin building self-awareness to uncover our individual curiosities so that we can turn them into passions and eventually turning that passion into a purpose. Specifically, we're going to look at your interests, your personality traits, your strengths and weaknesses, your values, your dreams for life, goals, hopes, or desires, your stories that you tell about yourself, and finally bringing all this insight together to create a why, a north star to guide you in life. Afterwards, you will learn how to use this discovery to begin exploration and testing different interests to see which create a burning passion inside. But today, let's first start with your interests. What exactly are interests? They're probably things that you have always enjoyed doing, but were told by everyone else it wasn't going to fit in the standard template of life. Another word for these interests are motives, things that drive you to take action in the world for the pleasure of doing so. They're the things that you gain pleasure from doing in and of themselves, not focused on the outcome. Your motives comprise the emotional core of your individuality, what you desire and what you do not desire defines who you are in a unique and deeply personal manner. The only way to ensure your individuality truly matters is by honoring your most heartfelt yearnings and aspirations. When you engage in activities that are congruent with your true motives, your journey is going to be compelling and satisfying. If you misjudge or ignore your motives, your progress will be plodding and dreary, or you may abandon the road altogether. Understanding the genuine nature of your motivation is essential for you to attain fulfillment because only by tapping your unique motives will you feel a sense of authenticity, meaning, and completeness. Striving to connect to and cultivate this uniqueness provides us a path to follow, an internal guidance system for our life. But connecting to this system does not come easily. Normally, the signs of our uniqueness are clearer to us in our early childhood. We found ourselves naturally drawn to particular subjects or activities, despite the influence of our parents. But as we get older, this voice that originally spoke to us 
becomes drowned out by parents, peers, teachers, and the culture at large. We are told what to like, what is cool, and what is not cool. And we start to lose a sense of who we are, what makes us different. We end up choosing career paths and directions in life that are unsuited to our nature. To tap into this guidance system, we must make that connection to our uniqueness as strong as possible and learn to trust that voice. The journey to finding and fulfilling your purpose is going to be full of twists and turns rather than a straight line. And I do not promise this is going to be an easy path. In fact, it might be quite difficult, but the reward is a fulfilling life. In fact, you're going to face many obstacles in your path over time. The voices of others infecting you, fighting over limited resources, choosing false paths, getting stuck in the past, and losing your way. In order to sustain the motivation to overcome challenges, to master skills, to create solutions, you must love the thing you are working on and feel a profound connection to it. The key to developing a passion does not lie in following the one motive that burns hottest inside you, but rather in deliberately leveraging as many different motives and interests as possible. The more motives and interests you can identify and harness, the greater your engagement will be with your life. When you know your motives and interests, passion becomes infinitely flexible, since different opportunities will activate different interests and different sets of motives. This adaptability imbues your passion with something it lacks in the standardized template of life, sustainability. So in order to keep on this long and strenuous journey, the source of your purpose must come from you and your interests. But how do we go about discovering those interests? Well, my bet is you can get out a piece of paper now and list a dozen or so interests that you have. But I'm going to give you a couple tools that are going to help you really identify the ones that you know of and the ones that may be hidden to you because you forgot about them. The first thing that we can do, which may seem counterintuitive, is actually to observe others. And in by doing so, you'll realize that they're often a mirror for your own self. Usually it's easier to observe others before observing yourself. Although we will build that muscle in this course. And the reason we observe others first is because how easy is it for you to judge somebody else rather than judging yourself? Probably pretty easy. So we're going to play the game of judgment. How many times over the past week have you judged someone? Maybe it was a colleague, somebody you passed on the street, or somebody in your family. We're used to thinking that these spontaneous judgments are telling us something about others. But now you're going to use these unfiltered reactions to learn something about yourself. See, your interests and motives are composed of strong feelings that are deep-rooted within your unconscious self. They include subtle preferences, frank desires, and private longings. Your goal in playing the game of judgment is to use your instinctive reaction to the others to zero in on these interests and motives that are within us. And there are three steps to the game of judgment. First, become aware of the moment when you're judging someone. This is something that we do all the time. It's human nature to react to others. Only now you need to develop an awareness of when you are doing it so you can consciously attend to your reaction. The second thing you're going to do is identify the feelings that emerge as you reflexively judge someone. How do you know when you're close to touching in on one of your motives or interests? When you have a vivid reaction in life. And it doesn't matter whether it's positive or negative, celebratory or condemning, as long as the feeling is pronounced. Remember, you're trying to get in touch with your authentic emotional core. And finally, the third step is asking yourself why you were experiencing these feelings. When you start judging that other person, or maybe the actions that they're taking, focus on what you would like if you had their life, and what you would hate. When you make these judgments, you can learn something valuable about yourself. When you're doing this, keep in mind the purpose of the game of judgment isn't to coolly assess the merits and deficiencies of other people. 
In fact, it's not about them at all. The goal is to use your intense emotional response to ferret out the hidden contours of your own desires. Now, it's usually easier to start off judging people because that's what we naturally do. But as you get good at this game, you can start judging experiences that you have. You're going to start noticing you have a reaction to the different tasks that you do out your daily life. And you can start to drop in and question why are you feeling this emotion and dig into those interests and motives that you have. And this is when we're going to move into the other thing that you can do, which is observe yourself. Whether you find yourself in novel circumstances or in a situation you encounter almost every day, try to pay attention to exactly what you like and dislike about it. By cultivating awareness of your emotional responses, all of life can become a laboratory for self-understanding. For example, if you're a student and you feel bored or annoyed in math class, focus on the precise source of your feelings. It's almost never as simple as I don't like math. Maybe you're having trouble listening to the droning spoken words of the teacher. and Maybe you'd like reading those words in a book instead. Start to ask, are you comfortable having other students so close to you? Do you need more physical space? Do you have trouble staying quiet for so long? Do you feel the urge to interact with others? Do you want to hear stories rather than facts and equations? Each one of these reactions reflect a different interest or motive that's inside of you. You can also build this muscle of observing yourself through practices like meditation and journaling. In fact, meditation isn't about quieting the mind at all. It's about noticing when a thought comes up and if you would like to engage with it, observing the thought and then letting it pass. So you can use meditation to start building your muscle of noticing when these thoughts arise and be able to observe it and ask the question of why it's coming up. The second practice is journaling. This allows you to write down your thoughts, get it outside of your head and see it on paper. It's often hard to juggle all the different thoughts that we have come into our mind at once. And so by getting it out on paper, you can observe it with more objectivity. Now in each one of these practices, you're also going to be spending time with yourself. And many people are afraid to be bored and alone. But this is exactly the state where you will discover the truth to yourself. And the last thing that we can do is return to the exercise that we did in the first lesson of just simply making a list. Start by writing down 25 things you're curious about. Things that maybe you would spend a spare weekend reading a few books, listening to some podcasts, attending a lecture, or just having a conversation with experts about. And for once in your life, I want you to have the freedom to write down whatever comes to mind. Don't think about how others are going to judge you for this interest, or if they're even possible yet. Just get them out. We'll do the work of integrating them into your life as we go through this course. So our activity today, I want you to start playing the game of judgment and observing others to uncover some of those interests and motives. As you get good at that, start observing the experiences that you have throughout the day, digging into why you're having a reaction to those. And finally, make a list of your interests and motives. Thank you for taking the How to Find Your Purpose course. To get everything you need to develop your purpose, including advanced resources, personal coaching, and a community of passionate learners, then visit plato.university slash courses slash purpose and join us for free. Again, that's plato.university slash courses slash purpose. This course was produced by Plato University, where students turn passions into purpose and learn skills to change the world. Learn more at plato.university.